Welcome back, everybody. This is F4 Let's Go. Today we have an extra special guest. We have Miss Keisha, who's an admin with the Beaumont Independent School District. Keisha is here to clean up some of our mistakes from last week on coronavirus and back to school. Miss Keisha, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, like you said, I'm Keisha, and I've been with BISD 11 years. So yeah, I'm here to clean up some of these misunderstandings these fellas had last week. All right, we appreciate everybody that's the first time listening. And anybody who's back from last week, thank you very much. Hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. We'll jump right into it. Keisha, would you like to start? Yes, I would, sure. So I made some notes from last week because I was listening to some of the things and I was a little bit disturbed at some of these parents and what we were saying. So the first thing uh, misunderstanding was that um, our money comes from the government. School money comes from the state. The state mandates what districts do. Districts really don't make up their own rules. Now, when this started and we were shut down because of COVID, um, our superintendent, she did form a committee to start working on a plan. And I was actually on that committee. And we had a whole plan together. And right before we were releasing it to the public, the state came out with the 40 something page guidelines on what we must do. So we had to go back to the drawing board and start all the way over. So most of what's been put out are things that the state has mandated for us to do. Very interesting. Ramon, would you like to comment on any of that? Um, I think the biggest, um, misunderstanding or what I was trying to say through the last podcast was that uh, was more of an inconvenience than anything. Uh, now that y'all have rolled out the system, because I do have a son that's in BISD and I have seen the online system and the way that it's set up, it's okay. Um, it's not very work orient oriented. Um, to say that we're two or three days in. I mean, the first day was like, introduce yourself, which most schools do at the beginning. And then um, it's just, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, what, what were you expecting? Um, work. I mean, uh, a lot of kids, you have to, and, and when I say inconvenience, it's like, kids haven't went to school since March. So a lot of them graduated to the next level. Um, I don't know if nobody was held back. I don't know if teachers were sure that all kids were ready to go to the next level. Um, so you're starting kids off already behind, some of them. So you starting this online class, you really haven't did any work so far in day two. Tomorrow's day three, I have seen some lessons starting to pop up. Um, but we'll see how that goes tomorrow. Okay, so, um, and you're right. Right now, we are taking it slow because there are a lot of problems. And that was one thing that was said last week that some six and seven-year-olds uh, can't get on the computer and do that. No, six and seven-year-olds work technology better than most adults. Uh, this is my first year in an admin position. Last year, I taught four and five-year-olds. And I would, they had, a, we had a station for iPads. I would have to lock it up sometimes because they would get to things that I didn't know how to get to or they weren't supposed to. So 
they can work the technology. But however, a lot of parents are having problems. So the first week, we are taking it slow to make sure everyone is able to log in, that everyone is able to access it, that we give people a chance. If, and normally on the first couple of days of school, it's not a lot of work going on because schedules are constantly changing. Parents are coming in, trying to register their kids at the last minute. So the first week of school, normally it's slow anyway, but that's, parents really don't see that part. They Y'all just send the kids to school and it kind of goes from there. But we are taking a little bit slow now, like I said, to help parents get on. I still have parents calling, don't know how to log in. Where is Google Classroom? How do I get on Zoom? We don't want anyone to miss anything. So we're going a little slow, but next week you should start seeing some, some really good lessons. And we're doing two different models. It's a synchronous model, which means live. Live time, real-time teaching. And asynchronous model where they can watch at a later time. So every single thing that is live will be recorded. So it's a convenience for parents, I understand. It's a convenience for me. I have to leave my kids at home while I go to work. Right. We have some teachers that have health problems, medical issues that are afraid to come back to work, but they can't retire, so they're made to come back. So yet COVID is a inconvenience to every damn body. COVID's not fun, right. but we are made to teach. The state said that we had to open our doors for five days of instruction to everybody. They gave us a little bit of allowance at the beginning to work virtually before we completely go in. So we're taking advantage of that time. But yeah, it's it's just inconvenience. But I do understand parents were expecting real strong, hard lessons at first, but we're trying to make sure everybody has the technology to access it first. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have another question too. Okay, um, since it's not in a one-on-one setting, school is not in a one-on-one setting with the teacher, and the way that the teacher is teaching on Zoom is one way. Is there any way we can talk to the teacher for like uh, optional ways of getting the kid to understand the lesson? Because yeah. most, most parents don't have, you know, the tools to teach kids different ways like a teacher does. So right. like what ways would a parent um, go about finding multiple ways to teach their kids? Okay. And you're right. Education is is a lot different than how it was when we grew up. Math looks completely different. So yes, every teacher uh, will have, like I say, live lessons. And with BISD, those live lessons are optional, you know, for kids that need help. They don't have to. Most teachers will do recorded lessons for them to watch it that way. And teachers will also have some type of office hours or conference period where a student can reach her and get one-on-one instruction or a small group instruction if they need more from Mm -hmm. her or him. Okay. So um, in the Google Classroom or whatever platform that district or teacher is using, there should be a way to contact the teacher and their office hours or conference period. So if you need to schedule or set something up with her or him, um, they should be able to accommodate that. Okay. Um, I mean, teachers are working, most teachers could go into a classroom and teach a lesson with their eyes closed. This technology is hard. I have some teachers at my school that has been teaching 30 years. They know the curriculum, but they don't know the technology. 
Right. They don't know how to record the lessons and upload them and how to work Zoom and record the Zoom and upload that. So they're having a hard time doing that. So it's not just the kids and parents learning. We're all trying to learn this together and figure out the best way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think that's all the questions that I have. A lot of questions was answered once the uh, lesson was presented online. So, Yeah, and, I, and it's confusing. And, and like you said, some kids... You know, some parents have to work. So they're with grandma, they're with their auntie or a babysitter that don't have a computer, don't know how to do anything. That's why everything is recorded. My school is a pre-K only school. We do four live Zooms every day and the teachers are required to do two or three recorded lessons. The live Zooms aren't required because they're all recorded. So if if a student can't make any of those live Zooms, everything is recorded for them to watch at a later time. Okay. So they don't have to do anything live. They can watch everything at 10 o'clock that night, but we just want them to log in daily so we know they're doing work daily so we can get them counted for attendance because the state says to get money, we have to show the kids are present or mm-hmm. working. Okay. Brandon? Um, yeah, I, what I would say uh, about this is I understand – I understand what Ramon was asking, um, what he was trying to say uh, last cast. And but my wife uh, was a it, well, she was a teacher last year, but now she's over teacher development for Aldine. So everything that Keisha was saying, as far as the teachers having a hard time learning it, I, I literally sit here and watch my wife have to, because that's what she does. She teaches them how to work the Zoom, how to work Zoom and how right. to Google Classroom. So I know how hard it is. She also did uh, summer school. So I, I know how hard it was for her to basically get the teachers engaged because a lot of times the teachers didn't know what they were doing, just mainly not because they, were, um, they weren't prepared. Um, like I said last cast, uh, this is new for everybody. Um, this is not something that I think is going to be solved overnight. It's going to be a lot of, um, it's going to be a lot of hiccups. It's going to be a lot of things that, um, that we all have to figure out, especially like the teachers. I know what I watch my wife do. I mean, she's usually up, you know, all night trying to, trying to help teachers uh, prepare for the next day for the students. So, um, you know, I guess I understand that part of it. I understand, you know, I, I get the part of it being it not being necessarily being a um a easy thing to learn. Um I guess I guess really all you know I had questions about because my kids do the online school and it uh, it hasn't given them a problem. They've yeah. been on yeah, they they've been on for um I wanna say for the last maybe week and a half. And the hardest thing, I guess, about that is getting the login from the school and just being able to log into the classroom. Right. So. Right. But I mean, it was uh, last time y'all talked about, you know, keeping the kids' attention, and a lot of it, we need parents' help. It can't, it can't be on the teachers 100% now. So we need parents' help to make sure those kids have a quiet place to work, that they're doing it. Yes, some districts, not BISD, has enforced uniforms because some of the kids were not appropriately dressed. So some of them are trying to enforce uniforms while doing online learning. If you log into a Zoom, make sure you're dressed appropriately. 
at my school, we've had to put something out for the parents because the kids are online, but you see mama in the background dressed inappropriately. And all that's being recorded, that's not anything that we want a young child to log in and look in the back and see mama walking through with a towel on. Wow. That's crazy. That's and I... Go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry, man. And and I also, yeah, I also agree with that because I think they, they do that out here as well. Um, they implemented a dress code. I know my kids, they have to get up and they actually have to have on, um, you know, like clothes. But I mean, I, I know that we do that. We, um, we make sure that they get up and that they're presentable um, for the, you know, like they're in school. Um, and I guess one of the questions that I had, and I asked my wife this too, and I, I asked you too, Keisha, um, as far as like, like, when you do have kids to get on and cause I saw something online that just made me think about this. When you do have kids to get on and misbehave, what is, what is, a um, are y'all, are, are the teachers allowed to kind of um, implement any kind of disciplinary policies or any, or does the school implement any kind of disciplinary policies for the kids to get on because they feel like they're at home and you can't tell them what to do while they're at home. Um, do they have anything set in place for that? And you know what? Uh, we don't as of yet, but uh, there was some emails that came out this afternoon from my school district, pretty much telling teachers different things they could implement on Zoom, you know, to make the students register with their email uh, is the setting that if you um, remove them from the Zoom, they can't come back in, things like that. So they're starting to implement these things. So I'm sure if it's something that keeps happening, there will be some type of punishment or consequence. They just haven't figured that out yet. I guess they're still working on it. We haven't seen it passed down to the schools yet. Okay. I mean, because the, re the reason why I'm asking, because I, me and the guys, I, I showed them something the other day with some a kid getting on. And I, th I guess it was a high school. Um, he got on and he was cursing the teacher out. Now he had graduated, I think, but I think his his cousin or something like that was in in the class. Mm. So when these when these um, kids get put out, now I can just hear people now saying, okay, well if they get put out and they're not allowed to come back in, how are they supposed to learn? Right. And you know, and I know that that's not anything that that you as a teacher can do because the way I look at it is, if you wanted to stay in the class, then you should have. Right. acted accordingly but I know that you'll have some people out there that'll say well if they get put out are they out for you know how long or you know can right. they come it's, it's a lot of people that feel like these kids then came down from heaven with a halo over their head like some of these kids need consequences for their actions I mean that's just real life real world we just can't go anywhere acting an ass like we want to and expect no consequences so I, I'm sure something will eventually come down with consequences i just don't know what that is at this time but we just started school monday so they're just still trying to figure this out all right all right well that's very interesting i didn't know half of that uh, my daughter hasn't yeah. started school yet she starts in september oh maybe things are even changed by then and they, and they probably will. I mean, my, my daughter here is in the sixth grade. My son is in the ninth grade. Someone asked me the other day, how are your kids doing at school? And my answer is, I have no clue. They're going to have to be strong because mama got to work. And I, I'm i to work early. I don't get off till late. So when I get off, my son's already at football practice and their day's over. So they just going to have to step it up and, and mm -hmm. do their best. Yeah. I hear that. 
the Shook, you want to comment? I know you have nieces and nephews. Um, I just have a question. Just if, let's say, the state's not getting the attendance that they want or they're not getting the progress what they want with the kids, is it possible are there talks of them maybe going back to the classroom if that's the case, even with the COVID? So as of right now, what the state mandated was that everybody at some point during this first semester in the fall, and all of this could change because they have normally conference calls with the state um, like every week or every other week. So as of right now, it states that schools have to reopen in the fall. And it says that when they reopen, they have to give parents the option to send their kids to school five days a week. Every, every grade level except high school. High school, they gave them flexibility where they could go a couple days a week. Now, the state also came back and said, at first they said, the first four weeks, we will give you guys the option to go virtually to get set up and ready for full-time face-to-face instruction. So then a week after that, they said, okay, COVID is not getting better. After the four weeks, you can ask for approval for another four weeks. So as of right now, districts have about eight weeks that they can ask for for and have completely virtual before they are required. But as, so a lot of districts started pushing back their start days so they could kind of stretch that eight weeks out a little longer. So after that, they are required to come back face-to-face. So everybody, unless something changes, which that could very well change, but at this point, what's today, August 19th? At some point during the fall, all Texas school districts will have to open their doors to -to face-to-face. Okay. Um, Is there any set guidelines as far as maybe not just with just wearing a mask? Like, are they going to have any type of protective things around their desk? Are they gonna only have certain amount of kids per class? Like how, do y'all know anything of, of that nature? So the mass issue, that's a county issue. So depending on what your county judge enforced. So like in Jefferson County, uh, Judge Brannick said age 10 and up. So that's around fourth grade here. So we're requiring fourth grade and up to wear mask. Anything under that, we can strongly recommend it, but we can't enforce it because that's not what our county judge required with our mask order. You mind if I uh, if I come in for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have a um a question about that. See, this is the place that seems backwards to me because um I understand with the ten and up because my oldest child is is eleven, and um and I uh, she she'll keep a mask on, but when you talk about kids that are six. You know, kids are not going to socially distance. It's, I mean, you have adults that don't even know how to properly socially distance. And I just, I mean, I just think that that's backwards. I mean, I think that they're kind of taking a risk with, you know, our kids. Yeah, and you're, you're absolutely right. So like I said, my campus is all pre-K campus. And they recommended reducing class size, but they can't enforce it. Um they said, um, I, can't, I can't remember the exact language, but it said, you know, try to social distance basically as much as you can, but in situations where you are unable to wear a mask. So they gave districts a lot of loopholes and a lot of gray areas. 
So our classrooms, let's say in November, you know, COVID cases are lower. So a lot of parents feel more comfortable sending their kids to school. So the school district can't say, okay, we're just going to make sure our class sizes are more than 10. Because if more kids start coming back to school, they need to put them in the classroom. Is They're not going to have anywhere for them to go if they give a number like that. So they're trying to reduce class sizes, but if, if at a certain time parents start wanting to send their kids back to school, it's going to be like normal. Yeah, I mean, this COVID thing, this COVID thing is really exposing, and I'll go on record for saying this. I mean, this COVID thing is going uh, is really exposing how much, I guess, um, these states and these counties value. The, the the health and safety of the people that live in, you know, the area, right. because I mean, the smartest thing in my opinion would have been to do would just be to just leave everything closed. And it's almost like um, they're not giving you a choice to protect yourself or your kids without facing some kind of consequence. And, you know, and I just think that, I think that it's real, I, mean, I just think it's ridiculous because like I said before, I don't. I, I really don't even know at a high school level of kids. And like you said, if kids start coming back to school, right. you're not going to have any choice but to group them all together. Now, my wife now, used to be... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Now, uh, like I said, with high school, they did give the option to kind of split that up and do a hybrid model where they could split up, you know, maybe half the kids come Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then half the kids come Tuesday and Thursday because they knew if it was so many, there was it was never going to happen. But high school is the only level where they're letting letting them split it up like that. The rest of them, once school opens up, they have to give an option for parents to send their kids five days a week. Yeah, and see, even and even with the, but even when it comes down, like you were saying about the numbers, even when it comes down to the numbers, that's not like a hundred percent accurate because you have places where they're claiming the numbers are high certain places where they're claiming the numbers are low and each state is implementing different rules to try to, to try to fight this thing. But the reality of it is, is that as long as you have people in any capacity, you're going to have a situation most likely where the numbers are going to spike and then they'll go down and then they'll spike again. Right. I agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. All of that's correct. Um, Brandon, you you really came with it today, and Keisha, you you cleaned up a lot. Uh, Ramon, you 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 got some clarification on a lot of stuff. You feel satisfied now? Yeah, I do. Uh, the eight weeks, I feel like eight weeks. In the eighth week, eight weeks of time, you're just getting your feet wet. You're kind of getting comfortable with the online system, and if and then they're they gonna switch it up on they you. They gonna switch yeah. it up. Are you basically scrapping? You're scrapping everything that you taught so far. And I'm pretty sure when school start back again and you're face to face, you're going to start all over from the beginning, all over again. It's going to be like the first day because then you have to teach the rules and procedures all over again. Yes, it's going to. Yes. But I mean, like I say, things could change next mm -hmm. month. See, my district right now is just sticking with the four weeks right now. And they say once that is getting closer, then they'll determine if they want to use the rest of the, the, the next four weeks. So as of right now it's just four weeks but yeah it's it's gonna be a whole new first day wow they're probably gonna end up shutting down again once uh once the schools fill up with way too many kids yes it's, it's inevitable that some of them are unfortunately going to get sick uh 
it's going to happen. Yeah, it, it is going to happen. That That's very unfortunate. Well, I think we covered up Corona and the school thing pretty in depth. I think everybody that's listening is pretty satisfied with the responses, Keisha. I really appreciate you joining us for that. That being said, since we're talking about school, all of us were kids at one point. So I have a question for the group, including you, Ms. Keisha. What is the most memorable time? Well, the time you remember the most that you got in trouble with your parents, whether you got a whooping or punishment or anything like that, what did you do and what happened? I think I'm gonna go first. Okay. Keisha, you might even know this story since we've known each other for over 25 years. I remember a time where my mom was bringing me and my brother to school. Uh, we got into it, some argument earlier in the morning. I can't remember what the argument was about, but stopped at Shipley's Donuts to get some donuts. I went in, got my donuts, came out. My mom looked at me and she goes, let me have one of your donuts. I turned around, looked at my brother and I go, how she gonna ask me for some of my donuts? And she just sat here and fussing at me. She slapped me in my mouth. I, my lip was burst. I, I went to school angry the entire day with a busted lip. I think I kept my lip in my mouth for eight hours. I still remember that to this day. And how old were you? I'm 16 or 17. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that story. Mm. Anna on your ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He yes, had to go to high school. You had to go to high school with a busted lip? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's yes, the thing. Chris, my mama should have whooped your ass for some shit you did too. So hey, <laughs> you want to? You you can share that story if you want to. If you know, I, I didn't get in trouble, but that's your, if you want to share that story, you can share one of them. But I'm sure I know which one you're talking about. But you can share that one if you like. First of first, you can do that after we after we hit everybody up. Who who wants to tell their story next? I'll go next. Okay, my mom was so overprotective. Yes, she was. And Chris was leaving Sam, coming back home, and she would never let me go to Sam to see Chris. She just would not let me go out there. So Chris was coming home, and uh, Charles and his mom was going up there to pick him up and bring him home. So I said, man, I'm going. And my parents didn't know. I was like, I'm going to just go. So we on our way. We on our way back. We had already got you. We on our way back. And my mom called and I was like, dang. And she was like, let me talk to him. And I was like, hello. She was like, where you at? I was like, down the street. Uh. And she was, like, <laughs> she was like, you down the street. She was like, uh, well, I'm about to come pick you up. I was like, well, don't come right now. She was like, what you mean don't come right now? I was like, I'm in Sam Houston. She was like, I got home. She was hiding behind the door. Blah, blah. I was like, oh, man. Beat that ass. <laughs> For everybody that's listening, Charles is my younger brother. He and Ramon are the same age, just in case you were curious about that. Yeah, I, I kind of do remember that, Ramon. Unfortunately, she did tie you up, but Stephanie did not play. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Okay, so uh, I remember. I'll go. So I was uh, middle schoolish, and it was this boy. And I, he was just mean to me, so I hated him. And he lived in my neighborhood. We rode the bus together, and he left his book on the bus. I was like, I hate this motherfucker. I'm about to throw this shit <laughs> out the window. <laughs> so I threw his book out the window, okay? So Ooh. some some way he found out 
that I threw the book out the window. So his dad sent a note or something for my mom to pay for the book. Well, I didn't give my mom the note, no, obviously. I just told her I needed money to buy a yearbook. Mama, they're selling yearbooks. I need a yearbook. I need some money. Well, anyway, long story short, it wasn't enough money. The dad ended up calling my mom. And when she realized I threw the book out the window, then she beat my ass. She beat my ass for lying to her about that it was for a yearbook. So if I would have just came to her and said, blah, 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 she probably still would have beat my ass. But it made it worse. <laughs> that I lied about getting the money. <laughs> you little liar. Mm-hmm. Y'all were some good kids. Hell yeah. Shook, go ahead. You sounded like you had, you was anxious. What happened Man. here? So, I don't know. I guess I was about 10-ish, around that age. And I was told, do not go in my backyard. We had a pretty, pretty big backyard. We had an open field in the back. Don't hit any golf balls around the houses. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I want to hit these golf balls. So I messed around, hit a uh, hit my neighbor's window and broke it. So my mom was like, wait till your daddy get home. I was like, man, all right, that's cool. He ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> so he gets in there. He was like, bring your ass in the house. So at the time, my dad had this belt. It was a leather belt, but entwined on the top and the bottom, there was metal in it. So he never wore this belt to work or out or anything. He just wore it to whoop my ass. So he brought it out. You know, at the, at that age, I'm getting to the point to where I don't feel like I should get whoopings anymore. I'm too old for this. I'm, I'm too grown. So he starts, he starts whooping my ass with it. It started to hurt, but I was, you know, I'm about to stand up to this shit. I'll start crying. I said, you know what? That don't hurt. That don't hurt no more. You can't, you can't hurt me. But the whole time, I'm like, man, this shit fucking hurts, bro. <laughs> In the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I'm trying to stand up to him, but this shit hurts. This shit hurts. So after he fucking beat the shit out of him, made me bleed a little bit on my ass. That was actually the last whooping I got because I was actually pretty good from that point on because I did not want to get my ass beat like that ever again. <laughs> you didn't want to feel that again. No. Hell no. That metal and that goddamn leather belt. Fuck. Oh, man, that's crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Brandon, I'm pretty sure you were the absolute worst of us. So and I, what did you do? Which story do you want to hear? <laughs> Whichever one um, you want to tell. It was um, it was one time. I, I might have been in the third or fourth grade. And um, I remember my mom, We the school that I went to, they had a, a corner store that was like right around the corner from the store. I mean, right around the co- corner from the school. So... I know y'all remember back in the day, the corner store, some of the corner stores used to have like the arcade games in it, mm-hmm. you know, Street Fighter and things oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, so um, my mom told me, I mean, she found out that I was walking after school, that I was walking around the, to the store to, um, to, you know, go play video games, get, you know, chips and stuff like that. So I remember she told me, do not go around to that store because it was one of those stores that was like a, it was like a sharpshooter. It was like so small and it probably had one door to get in and out. Um, it did, I don't even think that store had a back door. Um, but um, one of these days I went, you know, she told me not to go, specifically told me not to go. I ended up going, me and a couple of my friends. Now, the the, the thing about it was, was that I, I thought I got away with it. Um, I go back and she comes and picks me up. So I'm getting in the car thinking, okay, well, you know, I just went to the store and she didn't find out about it. Well, my mom was one of the types, she would, She doesn't really raise her voice. And anybody who knows her, you know, they'll tell you that. Um, 
she's one of those types. She'll just kind of, she'll just kind of sit and just, I guess she just let it fester. So man, she waited till I, you know, got home. She cooked me a nice, nice, wonderful meal. It was real nice to me. I probably should have caught on to it because I mean, she was almost too nice. So um, I'm getting out the shower, you know, uh, and you already know, you know, you don't take a shower with clothes on, soaking wet, getting out the shower. I'm thinking I'm home free. It's like nine o'clock at night. Now this happened at like three something. Sir. Man, when I tell you, I didn't even make it out of the bathroom door before she came and she <laughs> and she got me with one of those little skinny leather belts. You know, the one I like the the you know, back in the day, like the women's belts were like real skinny. Oh yeah. And uh she got me with one of those. That was the longest walk to my room or run to my room. Cause <laughs> I felt like that if I could have got away, I could have closed the door. It felt like she hit me 30 times <laughs> within within the time span it took me to get from the bathroom door to my room door. Then when I got to my room door, I tried to close it. Mom's was too quick. She put her foot in the way so I couldn't close the door. So that ass whooping lasted. It felt like, you know, for, you know, like 30 minutes. And then, um, you know, like after that or whatever, you know, the next morning, Drive me off. I'm talking about now. This is I. I'm like you know. I'm 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 the light skinned brother. So I had whips all over my leg, all over my arms. I mean, she tore my ass up. Tore your high your ass up. I know. Was it worth a little Debbie cake though? Man, it really wasn't, man. I tell you what, I didn't do it again. I know you probably had about three hundred buns. Shit, I I should have. For the ass, (laughs) look for the ass whooping. For the ass whooping that I caught, I should have stole something out that goddamn store. (laughs) I got I got my ass whooped for going play Street Fighter and Pac Man and shit, man. (laughs) Can you still taste the taste that honey bun? Man, hell no. I I think she beat the the memory out of my ass, man. (laughs) She probably had one before we even started this podcast. Man, I'm telling you, I like I I guess I I have stories, man. I have stories. I was a terrible kid. We'll get into more of them later. Since we're talking about whippings, I want to know if any of you whip your kids, if you have any. If you don't have any, will you whip them? Why or why not? Parents first. Hell yeah, I whip my kids. <laughs> <laughs> how far would you go? How far How far have you whipped your kid? Were you just like, have you ever been like, damn, I went a little too far? Uh, my son, you know, like I say, my son is in a, in the ninth grade, and he, I'm short. He taller than me. And a couple times, I've I've had to choke his ass. You know, I just put my hands on him, like like it was one time he said something smart, and before I could grab him, he hurried up and and ducked under my arm, and I caught his ass in the hallway and grabbed that damn neck. You know, like <laughs> I might be smaller than you, but we're not doing this shit today. Not even here. <laughs> so I mean, so yeah, I mean, but they big enough now. I don't have to beat them, you know. I don't have to whoop mm-hmm. them like that anymore, you know. I could mostly take more stuff away than that hurt them and anything. But yeah, I've had to. I mean, I don't think I've ever. Well, my son yellow too, so I've hit him where he has some, you know, some whips, <laughs> some whips on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Brandon, do you do you whoop you whoop your babies? Um. Honestly, no. not really. Not really. I'm a, and I'm going to tell you why. Really with me. I'm, How old are they? Well, I have a two-year-old and I have an 11-year-old. So, uh, well, two about to be three. So, with me, I mean, even with my oldest, my voice always did the trick. You know, I, I got lucky enough, at least for right now, to where my voice can pretty much, you know, like, shake up some things. The only time I, I really would, pro- like, I really would, I have with my kids, but I mean, I, the only time I really you know, get them like that is if they do something like run out in the street, 
something like safety reasons, like touch plugs, um, something that they just not supposed to be doing. But as far as like them acting up, uh, normally they don't really want to, they know that if, you know, they, they act up and they have to really deal with me or their mom. I think she's worse than me. And with her, she doesn't really have to whoop. It's just like, you know, people who know my wife, like Chris and them, they know my wife. And, you know, she's just one of those type of reserved people to where it's like, when she gets you, you've done something. Mm-hmm. So it takes her a while to, to get on your ass. Me, on the other hand, they really just, they kind of steer clear of me, of me finding out. Because if I have to, you know, with my kids, it'll, you know, I try not to go that route. <laughs> Ramon? Um, I slowed down a lot. I slowed down a lot. Um, the only time I really whoop is when they're disrespectful. I, that's like my pet peeve. I can't stand a disrespectful kid. Like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. If an adult talk to you, talk back. Like, that's really the only thing that, like, they'll catch a whooping for is being disrespectful. Or they'll have to do something, something like real bad. But I could just punish them now. And that, that'll hurt worse than a whooping now. Yeah. So, well, so, I, I guess... so your wife do the most. Most whooping, huh? No, she just <laughs> she falls straight. She falls straight. To she falls through for like eight hours, and then she might pop them or something like that. But <laughs> One of them little hand pops. Yeah, she yeah, she ain't mm, she ain't going. I, I bet Chris ain't never uh whipped his daughter before. You are absolutely correct. I was about to say it. I guess I'm the odd man out. I have never ever whipped my daughter. And but you tell me, you just told me to beat my son I, today. I did. I told you, kick his ass, just like this. <laughs> but Cameron, is, is she, thus far, she's not done anything to warrant a, a whooping. You know, my, I grew up, I grew up getting, I grew up getting whoopings. And, and I've always been hesitant to do that to her. But to me, she hasn't done anything. That's not to say that she hasn't caught in any, because her mom, her mom is, a, she whips. She she whips ass. <laughs> oh, I didn't see I didn't see Trace get his ass. <laughs> uh, I'm, yes, I'm pretty sure she's she's laid into her quite a few times. And you know, I remember one time in particular, Cameron was a little bit upset. She told me that her mom whipped. We had to have a conversation. You know, I I, I won't go in depth on the conversation, but you know, I I felt like she didn't deserve that type of whipping, but she got one. But she's never received one from me. And if she continues on the path she's on now, she probably won't. I'm pretty sure she's sneaky. All little kids are sneaky. <laughs> I haven't caught her in anything yet, you know. So right now, she she, she no whippers from daddy. She she look at you like prime hove. So she probably like she uh does. she still sees prime hove <laughs> standing there. But, but that's how but that's how it's supposed to be though, man. I mean, like me, I like I tell you, my kid. Like my oldest ran out into the street one time. I definitely got him because I mean, like that, that, that's yeah, like that. That's that's stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like I like other stuff. Like you put yourself in danger. Oh yes, you have to. Now, like like Ramon said, disrespect. I don't really have a problem. They don't. My kids don't really have a problem with that. They yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Excuse me. They learned that at an early age. I mean, because I come from that household where, you know, that's probably your first couple of words is yes, ma'am, and no, sir, and things yeah. like that but Respect. I mean yeah but I mean that's you know that's really about as far as it goes anything that I've ever had to get my two for is always for doing something that will put them in danger like touching a plug or you know grabbing a you know something that you know you really can't like I like 
something that you really can't prevent them from doing, I guess. I mean, it's not like you can move the plugs. I mean, you can put things over the plugs and things like that. And, you know, but. How, since I'm, I'm the only non-parent, but I do have a question. How do y'all feel about, let's say, grandparents or another adult whipping your child if, if they really deserve it in a situation? So I feel like this. If I'm going to trust somebody to watch my child, I'm going to trust them to discipline my child. If I'm not going to trust them, then my child not going to be with them. And I that makes sense. That makes sense. Yep, I agree 100%. Can't argue with that at all. And I was about to say, heck no, nah, but she she's making total sense. So I agree with her. You know, I, I'm if my mom felt like she needed to lay in the camera, she tell. But my mom doesn't whoop anymore. All of the ass whooping she dished uh, out. Oh, you know that. Them grandkids are like gold to them now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I watch my kids do so much shit that would have got me killed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I see my nieces and nephews. I'm like, mama, you're not going to beat their ass? Like you did me? She was like, no, no, they okay. They, 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 I'll tell their parents and let them do let them handle it. Oh, okay. You ain't, saying, you ain't saying shit. My mama <laughs> haven't whooped any of my kids. And that's 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 quite the feat. You should buy her a trophy for that. <laughs> I need a trophy for taking all them air. That's what she need to buy a trophy. I'm telling you. So before we move on, should, or when you do have children, are you going to spank them? I mean, I... I would say yes, for sure. But it's kind of hard to say, I guess, because I don't have any, so I can only speak on what I know now. Um, I, and I will say this, I have whipped my nephew plenty of times. That's because I got permission to do so. So I probably would whip, whip my kids if they did something bad enough. Unless mm-hmm. probably I have a little girl. I don't know if I'd be able to whip a little girl. <laughs> hey, I but you know I what? Can't, I can't whip my nieces, bro. Like, it's, I just can't do it. But but you know but you know what I realized, man, with kids, it's like when you have kids, you find out what kind of personalities they have. Like my 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 kid, she her birthday is in March, so she's real. You know, she has some moody moments and things like that, but she doesn't really like to be embarrassed. So she, she really steers clear from making you know doing anything mm-hmm. to make me impossibly embarrass her. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. So I mean. That's what that's what I could say about that. Okay, well, that was good stuff, guys. Um, Keisha's going to take a dip and a bow from here. Thank you for joining us, Keisha. We really you, appreciate Keisha. you. Appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate you. I'm sure she dipped already. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Keisha. Thank you, Keisha. We really appreciate you. When you hear this back, we appreciate you, ma'am. Okay, fellas, let's talk about the NBA. Shook, what you got for us, baby? I mean, look, let's just get it out there. Ramon, how you feeling today? You know it's damn time. You already know. <laughs> you already know. Listen, we're not playing no games. It's 1-0, you know. It's 1-0 against them Lakers. And tomorrow, you know, it's, it's damn time again. We got a hoop, man. We got a hoop. I'm happy, you know. We looked at – look, look, this is the thing. I was like, we're not going to play no D. They can't shoot. So, you know, it's going to be one of them things. Like, if they hit their shots, they're going to win. Boy, when the game started and I seen them knees bent them hands out, I was like, oh, <laughs> we about to play defense. But really, like, oh, really, I'll be honest. Yeah. Y'all, y'all did look like y'all had a little bit of more sense of urgency than the Lakers. But let's, let's just be honest, though. Lakers missed a lot of wide open shots. Mm-hmm. Wide, wide open shots. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, y'all played a little bit better defense. But I think also the Lakers aren't going to shoot five for 32 from three again. 
Nope. That, that's not going to happen. They've been consistently shooting. Listen. But not 15% wise. Listen, Four games. Hold on. I'm finna I'm I'm bring it to you. Okay, we shot 5 of 32 from 3 yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we shoot bad again, but we do 10 for 32. Guess what? You just took an L. So if you want to hang your hat on yesterday, go right ahead. Have a ball. Take two of them. But you know what's going to happen. Listen, out of all the teams we've played, we haven't played a team like the Lakers. This is this this is this is big this is big noise right here. So with y'all having Anthony Davis and LeBron and the defense that y'all played yesterday was a lot of switching, a lot of double teams coming from different places and stuff. We're gonna watch the tape and we're gonna see what's going on. And this we're gonna get comfortable. We're gonna get comfortable this next game because we're gonna see what's going on. And it's gonna get worse, man. That's, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. Worse. You are gonna blow them out by twenty, is what you saying? No, 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 no. Listen, we don't have to blow out anything. We just need to win. We don't need. We don't need all that. I don't like blowouts. Mm. I like. I just want to win. Mm. Dame gonna keep saving y'all every game. Every game. Listen, he's the star of the team. That's what he's supposed to do. Anthony mm. Davis was supposed to save the Lakers last night. He didn't. Wow. Wow. Go ahead, okay. get your get your rocks off though. Go ahead, get it. Anthony Davis was supposed to be eating. He was. No, he really was. He had a bad. He had a bad game. That's, he did. He had a bad game. He needs to get down in the paint and what he needs to do and take advantage of uh, that rookie that's on him. But he's just not doing it. But and I I think the Lakers would make some changes. They'll make they'll make some adjustments for sure. Yeah, I think if you know LeBron, if you know AD is in the paint, you know LeBron not driving. That's just automatic. If AD is, is banging in the paint, LeBron not driving. So that automatically cancels him out because he's not going to shoot. So you know he's just going to pass it to AD. You, you're just waiting for that. AD has to play from the outside. He's just taking outside shots. He needs to stand in the outside and post up and get back in the inside, but he's not doing it. You don't think he's going to do that tomorrow? No, he can't. Mm. We got, we got, listen, he can't? We got white side. And we got Nurkic. Oh, come on, come on. AD not come posting on, them on. up all the way under the goal. It's not Listen. happening. Let's not gas Whiteside like that, okay? I'm, hey, did, did AD do it last night? How many how many points did AD have back to the basket? Not many. Because he didn't even score that many points, to be honest. All them points came from the free throw line. He hit a three, and he hit like two middies. So he really ain't scored any points back to the basket. So AD did not play well yesterday, and... LeBron James triple double was ugly. So hey, y'all see how uh, LeBron back white side ass out all the way to the half court line though yesterday? Huh? Yeah, that don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. White side, side soft anyway. But, I'm, but hey, but look, your brain stop working from time to time. You can see it in the game. His brain's just shut off. It's like, well, hey man, what are you doing? And he just snaps back. But yeah, <laughs> he's a blocker for sure. Well, like my prediction from the beginning, I got Lakers 4-2. So, like, I knew I knew the Blazers were going to win at least two games. When the bubble, we know there's no home court advantage. So, it really doesn't matter which two they were going to win. The Lakers are still going to win four. Only thing four I'm worried two, about so. is fatigue at this point. That's the only thing I'm worried about is fatigue. Other than that, we got it. Chris, Lakers fan, Lakers fans in here, y'all want to y'all wanna chime in a little bit? Listen, I'm not worried at all. Blazers did what they were supposed to do. They played good. Well, they played okay. I'm not going to say they played good. They, they did what they were supposed to do. They won the game. Hang your hat. Uh, Lakers in six. That's what it's going to be. We'll win tomorrow. We'll win the next game after that. Probably lose the following game and then close it out. 
Um, Brandon, I'm sure he agrees with me. He probably say Lakers yep. in five. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I mean, said. That could very well <laughs> possibly happen too. It's, it's, it's just what we're not. We listen. We're not worried about. We're not worried about the Blazers. <laughs> I think the Bucks are gonna. I think the Bucks are gonna win four straight. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I think the Bucks are gonna win four straight too. They'll they'll get it together. That what happened against Orlando is not gonna happen again. And uh, it's every series is gonna play out pretty much like we think we think it's gonna play out. You know, it might be a few. It might some of them might run longer than we thought. But it'll it'll be who who it's gonna be in the finals. That being Lakers versus Bucks. Lakers going <laughs> ahead, hanging up banner number seventeen. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, buddy. I still say no. I think Toronto gonna beat the Bucks. If Toronto and Toronto and the Bucks play, I think Toronto gonna beat the Bucks. If that happens, Giannis needs to leave Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna leave regardless. He gone. That's all I the time we got today, fellas. We're going to wrap it up right here. Everybody that tuned in, I really appreciate you. I hope you liked what you heard. We had some good stuff, some great stuff at the beginning from Keisha. Hopefully we can get her back and talk about other subjects in the future. Um, it, like always, follow us on Instagram. Let us know what you thought. Appreciate you. F4L. Thanks, everybody. Peace.